Welcome to 7 Minutes in NYC, your seven-day-a-week NYC capsule cast where the coolest New Yorkers give you the real deal about the city that never sleeps in less time than it takes to butter your bagel. Hosted by Alex Mito of Superfine Art Fair. Hello, everybody, and welcome to 7 Minutes in New York City. My name is Alex Mito, and I'm here today with none other than Russell Granite. Russell Granite is president and CEO of New 42, a cultural nonprofit whose mission is to make extraordinary performing arts a vital part of everyone's life from their earliest years onward. Granite was recently named by Cranes New York as a 2020 notable LGBTQ executive. Welcome to the show, Russell. Thanks for having me, Alex. In the pleasures all ours. So, Russell, you are a vital part of New York's theater scene. But for our listeners out there who might not know who you are yet, let's dig a little deeper into you. So, Russell, can you tell us what is your most vivid New York memory? Well, I grew up in and around New York City my entire life. And, you know, there it's a good question. I have so many kind of vivid memories of of growing up in New York City. But I have to say, because for me, it's very personal. I uh, was introducing my my then boyfriend, now husband, to my... He's uh, grew up in the Midwest, grew up in Columbus, Ohio, Catholic family. I come from a New York City Jewish, big, huge Jewish family. And introducing him uh, to the family in Washington Heights uh, was sort of a moment I'll always remember. And it's it's although it's personal, there's something about it that's very New York for me. You know, he... He walks into my my cousin Thelma's apartment. She's got eight locks on the door, and she's known for locking every other lock because, in her mind, anyone trying to rob her would open. You know, would be constantly opening and unlocking and locking locks. And then he arrives, and you know, there's a plate of tongue and and sheet cake, and you know, it's just it was something out of uh, another time. And and to watch him, <laughs> having grown up in you know in a Catholic family from Columbus, Ohio, it was just sort of this great New York moment. And and I we now have a, a daughter, and and what happens over time is you know these generations get more and more gentrified, and so that moment, my New York City moment, I don't think my daughter will have that moment, right? That the you know unfortunately those relatives have passed, and that way of living and seeing the world is just different now. Um, so for me, it's, you know, I have great theater moments, I have great concert going moments, but for me, it's a very personal moment of, you know, why New York is so important to me. I, I can, as you say that, I can visualize that moment of the Midwestern boy coming in and seeing a plate of tongue and being like, yeah. is this real tongue? Yeah, it's tongue. Right. Like, <laughs> is it with mustard? Like what yeah. do you do with it? It seems <laughs> chewy. Like the whole thing is just... Was I, just outrageous. Yeah. I love that visual. And it is, it's like, in a way, it's so much deeper than just like a very cool theater moment or something, which I'm sure are amazing, but that's such a cool personal moment. Thank you for sharing it with us. Um, so New 42 is an iconic cultural institution in New York. How are your theater programs at New 42 working towards building equity among the youths of New York's communities? Well, New 42 has always been committed to access and equity to high quality art. And what was put into place when the organization first started was an idea of, uh, and a, really a, a mission around ticket price that we can say that theater is for everyone, but if you have a $75, $500, you know, whatever ticket, it's not access and equity. I mean, you, you know, that's, let's call it for what it is. And at new 42 for our school performances, we have a $2 ticket. Uh, and this extraordinary theater, I mean, you know, to walk into the New Victory Theater is like walking into one of the most classic, unbelievably beautiful theaters in New York City. 
And it's been $2 the entire time. We have never raised that ticket price. And for public performances, it goes up from there, but you know, no more than like $20. And, and for me, if you're really going to talk about access and equity, you have to address these outrageous ticket prices to go see shows. So that's one way of, that I think we address it. The other is you know, our theaters are run by young people. So we have an usher corps that runs you know, their, their front of house. They help with the concessions. Um, they, you know, welcome the audience into the shows. And these are all kids from, you know, New York City, the tri-state area from 18 to 21 who look like our audience. And and I think right. there's a difference between feeling like you're welcome somewhere and feeling like you belong somewhere. And I think when you walk in and you see yourself in the staff and you also see yourself on stage, I think that's a game changer for someone who's new to what some people considered an elite art form. I, I love that. And I think especially like, you know, bringing the accessible pricing structure into the conversation, right? Because I mean, these tickets are freaking crazy sometimes, right. like 600, 700, $800 to see a show. I mean, the show's fabulous, but like, you know, it's, it's impossible. It becomes this like, you know, who's elite enough to pay for these tickets. And I love the idea that you can see like world-class theater and actually do so accessibly. And also bringing in, you know, people from the community as the core staff as well, the entire yeah. experience is more welcoming and more approachable to whoever may come. Um, and it's not just one ticket either. You know, you know, if you if you're a family of four or three or five, that's six hundred times that. You know, so it's it, that's know. you know astronomical. Yeah. It's 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 crazy. It's a mortgage. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, can you give us any spoilers for the new Victory Theater's upcoming season? Can you tell us what's ahead? Sure. Uh, thrilled because the idea that I can even say out loud, our theater's opening like after 15 months of a global pandemic. So I, you know, this is exciting to be able to share this. Uh, we will open on November 1st uh, with the onstage world premiere of Ping Chong and Company and Urban Word, New York City's Generation Rise, commissioned by us at the New Victory Theater. Um, the beloved, and this is going to be, I think, sensational Jim Henson holiday show, Emmett Otter's Jug Band Christmas, will run live from December 6th to January, early January, January 2nd. Uh, Nambi Kelly's Jabari Dreams of Freedom, March through April. And then Manuel Cinema's uh, Leonardo and Sam, inspired by the work of one of my favorite writers, Mo Willems. Uh, that will be live May 30th to June 26th. And then we'll bring back um, you know, companies that we've had in the past, Airplay, Always Sells Out, um, and Drum Folk from Step Africa, which will run to early May. So we've got a, a full season ahead, uh, really exciting work. And I just can't wait to be in a live theater again. I, I, I can't do any more Zoom yeah. uh, theatrical <laughs> events. I just can't do it anymore. I'm right there with you. I mean, whether it's, you know, live theater or even movie theaters, just being in person, like sitting in that space, it's just, it's so different than just doing yeah. something online. And I can't wait. And that sounds like an incredible schedule. Where would I find that online if I wanted to see the schedule or wanted to at least be on the list to know what's coming next? Sure. Just go to new42.org. Okay. And you'll be able to find everything you need there. Perfect. And we'll put that in the show notes as well. Everybody go to new42.org. We're going to be right back to hear about Russell's most heartwarming New York City theater experience. But first, a quick message from our sponsors. Superfine Art Fair is the top art fair for connecting directly to the most exciting emerging artists in the world. And what's better, we're coming back to New York this fall with three consecutive in-person fairs from September 23rd to October 3rd. Learn more about how to apply as an artist at www.superfine.world. Limited quantity all-access passes go on sale on August 1st, so stay tuned to Superfine Art Fair on Instagram to get yours. And we are back. So, Russell, you have been in arts education for a while now. 
Can you share one of the most heartwarming experiences that you've had working with children in the theater? Sure. It's, I started as a teaching artist in the New York City public schools. And I, I like to say, because it's true, that I have been to every last subway stop of every subway in New York. Uh, and so I'm proud of that honor. And, and because of that, I've seen all kinds of schools, all kinds of kids, all kinds of communities. And I think the thing that I'm most moved by in the in theater in particular is, you know, kids who have don't know who I am from anyone, right? You come in, um, you're introducing an art form that maybe they've never had any kind of live interaction in with an actor or uh, artist or theater before, and their willingness to come with you on the journey. Uh, so one example is, you know, early on in my career, I went in with a, a, a co-teacher and we were from the land of gray because the dictator had banned all the colors of the rainbow. And we were there to find the colors and bring them back. And they're mm-hmm. like, I remember as if this was 25 years ago. And I remember as if it were yesterday, there was this one girl stuffing her backpack with everything in her desk. And she, she was saying, I don't care who you are. I'm going with you and I'm getting out of here. Like she was so in the moment to come on this journey. And, and that really sort of sealed the deal for me and why the work we do is so important. I, I love that story. And and I love also the idea of like being going to every last subway stop in New York City. Because a lot of New Yorkers, we get kind of stuck in our own little bubble, whether it's Brooklyn or whether it's downtown or the Midtown or whatever. But like to be able to go see what the communities of New York City look like beyond these, you know, these smaller enclaves. I mean, it's it's such a like vital part of being a New Yorker, in my opinion. So I'm, I'm glad you shared that with us. Yeah, happy to. So, guys, this has been 7 Minutes in New York City with Russell Granite. You can keep up with Russell on Twitter at Russell Granite, as well as, like we mentioned, www.new42.org. Russell, it has been such a pleasure having you with us today. Thank you for joining us. Thanks for having me. The pleasure was all ours. Everybody else, have an awesome rest of your day in the city that never sleeps. We've also enjoyed being here with you today. Listen in every day, seven days a week for more of our conversations with the movers, shakers, and culture makers of the city that never sleeps. Follow us on Instagram at 7MinutesNYC and be sure to post or story anytime you're listening. You can find us online at 7MinutesIn.NYC or 7MinutesNYC.com. We highly encourage you to get on our mailing list for all kinds of fun New York offers. We also send out the weekly schedule of guests every Sunday so that can help as well. If you're enjoying the show, we'd also appreciate it if you could leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or on your preferred listening platform. That helps other listeners just like you find 7 Minutes in NYC and enjoy our guests' amazing stories. Until next time, New Yorkers and Globetrotters, get out there and make today count.